It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is Time Enough Podcast. Welcome to Time Enough Podcast. It's where we dive into all of the episodes of the Twilight Zone and beyond. This is Matt here. On the other end of the microphone is Mark. We're sharing one microphone. Hello, this is Mark. We're sharing one microphone. How is, yeah, okay. And um, not, not really because that's confusing. Um, I came here from heaven to tell you that I'm the best at podcasting and you have to bet your life that you can't beat me at podcasting. How do you do points on that? <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> How would, is it like that was a zinger. I give myself five comedy points. Are, are you telling me you don't, um, you don't have like, ex, like YouTube, like very detailed data that shows where people hit the fast forward button. <laughs> no, there should be a laugh button. When you laugh, you have to hit the button or you're a bastard. <laughs> you're just killing the ratings if you don't hit the it's like you laughed and you didn't hit the button. That's yeah. That's not Oh yeah. Point. Okay. Yeah. If you hit there's a like button and you have to like keep hitting the like button while you're listening to the podcast or it'll get canceled. That's hell. I don't want that to happen. You'll get Please canceled no one... socially if you don't hit the like no. button. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Please like and subscribe and continue to hit the like button for the next 30 minutes. That's a Twilight Zone episode of its own, but it's not this week's it might episode. Be one. It which might is be one. Probably more like a Black Mirror, to be honest. But... <laughs> it could be both. <laughs> um, today, uh, today has no computers in it at all, so we're safe. Nope. We're safe playing a game of pool. Billy, no computers, no microphones, no microphones, no TV, no radio. Folly or two men, really nasty. Two men, one alive, one dead, in a room with a game of pool. That's right. Let me do some trivia for this. The original air date was October 13th, 1961. The script is by regular contributor George Clayton Johnson. This episode uses stock music, though Jerry Goldsmith did make a few uncredited contributions. Buzz Kulik is back to direct. He's also a regular contributor. The gang's all here this week, including pool shark Jesse Cardiff, played by Jack Klugman. We've already seen him in a passage for Trumpet, and he makes a total of four appearances in the zone. Of course, his other claim to fame is opposite Tony Randall on the TV series The Odd Couple. Jonathan Winters is that spectral pool player Fats Brown, and the actor is legendary as the character is that why i meant to write i don't know anyway the character a, murph that maybe that's what i meant i don't know he had a sterling career and lp stand-up comedy as an on record showed up on both hee-haw and mork and mindy as mork's son and basically did deathbed voice work for the smurfs movies as papa smurf he was committed to those smurfs wow <laughs> Let me hit up, well, let me hit you up with that prologue, which you will then hit everyone else up with. Okay, you ready? Yes. Jesse Carter, Pool Shark, the best on Randall Street, who will soon learn that trying to be the best at anything carries its own special risks in or out of the Twilight Zone. I don't know about our listeners, but I think I hated that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I just was going to save that for the shortest one I ever had to do. Right. Well, this might be it. So uh, I guess choice well chosen. I think, what if you did the Satan without the reverb? Can you do the Satan part without the reverb part? Yeah, but I'd have to go into the effects processor and change the reverb setting, which I okay. just didn't do. We make our choices, <laughs> don't we? Yeah. I chose to not spend any time on that and use the setting I already had. That's right. So... You and I have spent some time in sleazy pool halls, I think. 
Yes, uh, I had to look up what this game was. Oh, the specific one they're playing? Yes. Yeah, I wasn't getting game specific. I was just saying, it, like, like you have to call all your shots in the one they're playing, do you? You you have to call your shots in like eight ball or nine ball, but the thing is, in those games, you do one rack, you shoot the balls in order, and you pick stripes or solids. Uh, this is just points, 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 okay. points of Palooza, if you will. Oh, okay. I wasn't paying too much attention to the mechanics of the game because obviously the the real game here is the uh, weird psychological struggle of I I don't want you to win but I can't let you win and you don't want to win but I can't tell you you don't want to win. This is definitely there are a couple of things where he says sorry I had to tell you that is, there is some uh, legal there are some legal catches that we're not actually privy to but are hinted at which was fun this episode. It it fits that the intro was so short. This episode is in a huge hurry. Yeah, but it's twenty five minutes. But and two actors—that's kind of the crazy thing, right? I mean, it it kind of takes its time and hurries at the same time. It really well. It hurries to get into it because it opens on just a guy who's yelling, "Come face me, Fats Brown!" And then he shows up in like two minutes. He's like, "I'm here. Let's go." And then at the end, it's like. Oh, you'll see what you did wrong, and then Rod Serling shows up. He says, "Well, now he has to play everyone." That's Good night. Not exactly what he says, but um... yeah. <laughs> what if he did say that? <laughs> but that—that's like it. It really felt like that. Like he just sort of dropped that in. Apparently, there was an original ending to this that was different. Uh, when they remade it in the eighties, and and I actually intentionally did not look at the alternate ending, um, because we will get to the eighties one. I, I believe mm -hmm. that's where Fats does win or whatever, but um. There, I did notice on my Blu-ray. There's a, there's like Jonathan Winters like reading the alternate ending, but I, I didn't hmm. do that. Yeah, yeah. I think anyway, they I like, were getting ready to film that, and then they changed it. Which I think this ending is great, personally. This even one's though, great, even if so, it's a little hurry. Like I said, when I get the later that. one, I'll see the alternate ending, and maybe I'll be surprised by it. So I kind of intentionally didn't look that up. You know. What did you think was going to happen? What do you mean? What were you as you're watching this? What did you think, or did with this? Did you already remember the the entire? This deal is with one this? that this is one that I've seen many times, and uh, mm -hmm. I can't. I mean, I just you know I knew where it's going. So yeah, I um I didn't know what was going to happen, but I sort of assumed that he was going to win, and then Jonathan Winters was just going to be like, "Well, see you later." <laughs> that was going to be it. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Just it was a, just a jolly game of pool, and it goes out. I guess I didn't. This again. This show's gotten better a bit and better at me not thinking about the twist because it ratchets the drama up so high, which is good. Uh, good filmmaking, you know. I was gonna wonder if this counts as like a film blanc. Do you know film blanc? Does that mean everyone in the film is white? No, it's the opposite of a film noir. It's like you know, like heaven stuff like defending your life or heaven can wait and there's, there's ah. you know, mr chips or whatever i don't is that is that a film blanc i don't remember okay uh, but, i've got a question for you is fats brown in heaven did um, he come from heaven well they because they have i kind of think he, i kind of think he came from hell maybe because a nice place to visit looked nice at first too right but it yeah. had the that's why i asked is this a film blanc because those shots look very film blanc right but then he's, the the content's kind of dark and hellish yeah and he's terrified and then he, you know jesse cardiff just ends up in in one of those hellish time loop things right we right? not a loop so much he just has to go play pool whenever he's called upon to do so which i don't know how hmm. often is Actually, someone like screaming to the to the winds that they want to beat jesse especially like he's not as famous i think you know it's a little bit weird that um, Fats Brown probably he probably hasn't been dead for that long, right? Like it doesn't really say, but I, I think he does. Maybe fifteen years or something, like a while, but not like you know, it's not like crazy in the past. Yeah, it's not like you spend three thousand years having to be summoned to play pool. It's not. So maybe this is purgatory. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's it seems bad, and I'm not so sure he came from heaven. <laughs> Yeah. or went back to and i'm not sure jesse cardiff ended up in heaven he seemed uh although if hell is you have to play a bunch of games of pool it's not like the worst thing ever exactly <laughs> that's it's a that's but that's but that's 
actually what makes it kind of scarier where it's like why are you so afraid of being stuck playing pool that's kind of a, well i guess it's because he does the whole thing where he says that he went and made love and climbed mountains and now he's just playing swam, pool all the time. swim maybe that's the thing because that's brown is now just playing pool all the time and whereas this guy's doing it as a living person jesse's doing it as a living person which is yeah. kind of offends him you know it's like babe ruth you know obviously had things going on other than baseball we don't and we don't really they know that jesse we don't know for a fact that jesse hates playing pool except for he looks kind of annoyed at at the very short voiceover at the end he looks just kind of like ah but but also like how long until jesse died he's the did, did he die immediately because i'm like a little confused about no no I, I, he was like you'll find out so i think he lived mm -hmm. his life maybe he did become a very Ooh. famous pool player you know and then he died with this but like he looked like the same age he is now and also also if fats brown is out of the contract at that moment then who then plays pool until who plays pool until jesse cardiff dies well, time who has to matter. play pool time doesn't matter that's it's like does he go uh, back in time like if jesse think... cardiff dies in 1961 or no he he's alive in 1961 he dies in like let's say 1971 does he have to go back in time to 1962 to to play everyone who yells jesse cardiff come face me i'm the best yes because time doesn't matter in the great beyond you're thinking too linearly right uh it's, it's like I the lost it's like the lost finale where they probably all died at very different times but they they all convene at the same place looking the age that they were at the beginning of, or well, six years after the beginning of the show see i do understand time because i stopped watching that show in the first season <laughs> <laughs> right but I, uh, I yeah i mean obviously if you're trying to work out the logistics and detail you're going to run into some issues yeah, when does, it's, when does, it, like I said, that's why I said it was in a hurry. It doesn't like try to like do a whole bunch of world building. It just runs straight into the runs straight into the pool game as fast as possible. And then at, at the end of the pool game, the show's over. What if he can't get beaten until? Uh, well, he has to get beaten, right? So what, what if pool becomes like falls out of favor and nobody cares about pool in 100 years? Does he just have to hang around waiting for nobody to, to challenge him <laughs> to a game? Does he does he change it to a different game that uses some of the same um, techniques? Maybe they correctly surmise that pool will just be around forever. Does he play Parisi Squares or Pyramid, you know, or some other sci-fi games in the future that maybe use skills used in pool? He has to go play Dance Dance Revolution against a, a child in 2015, and that's how yes. he gets out of it. Was Dance Dance Revolution unpopular in 2015? Yes, it still okay. is. It still is popular okay. now. I don't see the I don't see I mean, the prima donnas at the arcades anymore. I guess I don't go in arcades as much either. So, I I have no I have no concept of what the arcade scene is like, but I can tell you that there are more arcades in Atlanta than there have been in the past like twenty years. Okay, I feel like the pros in Japan are are more on the taiko game these days, or at least they were five years ago. Wow, I yeah. I've gotten pretty good at uh, like. Wacko, which was just taken offline, and Groove Coaster, which just had like its last upload this past year. So I'm a little bitter, but they're That's new a, games. That it's, I bet it's no Groove Blender. Uh, groove <laughs> Blender? I sent you the Groove no, Blender. No, it's right? no Groove Blender. I don't know what that is. is that, 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 that was Blender. Camel Cigarettes in the late 90s had a um, sweepstakes for Joe Camel's final hurrah, and they had a party in Vegas where everyone smoked a lot. Groovy. <laughs> I'll send you the clip for that, uh, and then other people should just look up the Joe Camel Groove Blender, and you'll it's it's it it's it's magic. It's a magical clip. Um, well, so. I I know that there are games that you guys have that we don't, but we're getting some of them. Like there's one where you just like there's a big touch screen that's vertical, and you dance with like an idol, and you pick one, and it's like a whatever a virtual person, and you dance with them by like mimicking their hand motions and they like say things to flirt with you you all got tank and, tank uh, tank right uh we actually do have a tank 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 here okay that's good. um that's the first one that i <laughs> it's the round one here as the the first tank 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 that i've ever seen in georgia there's okay. been a couple in florida for years but table we also have game do you have the table yeah we have game? uh we have a couple of those we have my my we okay. have um Chun i guess you guys are covered so do you, do you have, have pool? Can you, play, can you play a game of pool? Yes, I can play a game of pool. 
How is your pool game? Mine was never that bad. Okay, I'm ambidextrous, but I'm bad at pool. That's my point. You said you're ambidextrous to play pool, so I assume that meant you would like accrued some kind of skill. I mean, I have the skill of shooting pool with left or right hand, but not badly. Not well. No, both badly. I'm extremely impatient and bad at planning things out. So those are bad qualities for a game of pool. I don't remember us. I mean, I know we did play pool, but I don't remember the, like the, uh, the 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 details of the game. I don't remember if I beat you or you beat me or if uh, we were just... Imp- I, we probably got kicked out of pool halls for being too crappy, right? It's, it's I don't think you get pick, kicked out of pool halls for being bad at pool. I think you get kicked out for just not paying or just hanging out too long. I, but I don't even know like where I would... The first place that comes to mind that I would go shoot pool is a main event, which is like a David Buster's, and you can pay... I think on Mondays or something, you buy a wristband and you can just play pool all you want all night and also laser tag and bowling. Okay, what I remember most is a place in Athens where I think both of us went playing pool with our mutual friend Devin, who was actually good at it. And yeah. um, and then a place in Atlanta near the Chuck E. Cheese's. Oh, Mr. Q's. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that's, I don't think that's... that's there anymore. I think there's still a Miss Q's. Oh, which maybe is a they got better divorced. joke. That's a better joke, right? Miss Q's. So Miss Q's must have been the first one. Mr. Q's was the uh, the franchise, but the second location. Yeah. No idea, but I haven't been to a place like that in many, many years because I just. And I have just as strong feelings of playing pool in a pool hall as playing Marvel versus Capcom. So I, as you might as well. So. um... Mm -hmm. Well, I have stronger feelings of playing Marvel versus Capcom because. I've played that a lot more over the past 10 or 20 years than I have pool, right. probably. Well, let's get into their accoutrements a little bit. Um, he's got his, his what, $600 Q and a visor. It's like Fedora <laughs> versus visor here, which like, <laughs> I am on Team Fedora. I don't, I'm not into visors. Oh, I mean, Jonathan Winter. I mean, Jack Klugman is great in this, but Jonathan Winters is like uncanny he's yeah, so he, he, great. he does he does if anybody's gonna look good in a visor i guess he he manages it right he gets the he has the whole thing where he has the uh the body language of like a terrifying presence but also says a bunch of stuff that you would expect a dead person to say <laughs> and uh also just has this presence it's a little weird that he keeps calling him fat when jonathan winters is seemingly like an average american size now He's that a makes little me feel bad. Stout. He's a little bit stout for nineteen. <laughs> for right now, <laughs> uh, I guess I don't know how old he was at this point. He must oh, have been I, in his forties, right? No, that was what I was saying. Um, I, I when I was doing the trivia, I saw his birth date was nineteen twenty-five, so he's only like thirty-six in this. So he's oh, one God. of those guys that just never. I think he's one of those guys that never looked like a young man. Um, mm-hmm. and I uh, always confuse him with Water Mathau. Oh, Tom wow. Bosley, all three of them are like. Oh, kind of, yeah, they're all kind Pardon. of. I'm I'm not saying they're interchangeable. They're all very talented, but they're just, just easy to mix them up in your mind. Like I was like, was was it was it Jack Klugman and Water Mathau as the odd couple, which is correct but not correct at the same time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Jonathan Winters in this is almost like Orson Welles' presence, where he was just so uh, weirdly grim, and it's just. It's really fun to watch him just Dead do his personable. thing. He's grim yeah. and personable at the same time, which I guess is th- that's what Pip was supposed to It was a Pip and a uh, nice place to visit. He was kind of supposed to be like that, but he came off a little mm. more menacing, right? Because he, he was, was the scary devil, or at least all the time. Whereas this yeah, guy I, is not a demon. He's just like, he's gotten caught in this weird, you know, Eddie of the afterlife. Yeah. He's get caught in this chip on the shoulder. Hell chip on your shoulder purgatory something yeah. i don't know shoulder chip land That's oh by, by the way i did actually i'm noticing here that um i did write he died 15 years ago so it is 15 years that mm-hmm. um that fats has been dead uh just just to confirm because okay always, you know. gotcha but i you know fats real strategy here is to just mentally wear down um jesse like just like, hey that's not fair that you're doing that you know that's a we- I didn't entirely understand e- even rewatching this. I was sort of like, seems like he's, I I think he has to make him believe that he's trying to beat him because you know if you really wanted to lose and be freed, you probably would just be like, 
Maybe if like, he loses I, on purpose, he does go to like real hell, like you know, yeah, fire hell. Like he's he is the pool table. Like he's the pool table, and there's just like people shooting balls into him. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, do you think that part of the deal was he had to drop the stick? Maybe. Remember that? <laughs> do you think he had to drop the stick, like, like just to make sure? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had to be like a little cheeky. I mean, that's what a pool shark does, right? I mean, mm. while we, while Fats is like, I had more fun and I, I was like, you know, ripping it with the ladies, which you're not, which what I don't know. What's the point of being really good at pool if you're not going to pick up chicks as a, as a reasonably young man? There's also the idea of a pool shark. Isn't the idea of being a pool shark specifically like dishonest? Yeah. So in that case, that's why I said Fats's little techniques there are probably somewhat okay because that's what a pool shark would do, right? It might he, be a little bit of a might be a little bit of a misuse of the term. It just seems like like early they're on, just like what the, the score is like nine to forty seven or something. It's like oh, it's just the beginning of the game. You know, that's pool <laughs> shark stuff to do, right? I think that, but I thought the idea of being a pool shark means you go in and you challenge somebody to a game and you do kind of you're like oh look at silly me and then you get the and they win and they take some of your money and then you up the bet and then you destroy them and take all the money well he, like, I thought that was the whole point of that fats see fats is at a level where he can't play like that because everybody knows he's really good he can't so he's like, like reverse sharking he's yeah, reverse he's like, sharking he's land sharking crashing that's yeah. the opposite. That's not really the backward shark backwards. Isn't really crash, but it's close. But but just by definition, he's Harsh. so legendary. He's coming back from the afterlife to play pool. Like we know he's good. You know he can't really be like, oh, looks like I've lost a bit of my verve in this. Which just goes back to that this episode was in a huge hurry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am thinking. I mean, you and I are more like music guys. Like you know, we 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 made arses of ourselves in the pool hall for the most part so but i'm like i don't want to challenge anyone to being like really good at guitar or anything i don't want to do the crossroads thing i, I never understood the devil went down to georgia you know that well i've never sense. i don't know about how you feel but i've never really tried to be the best at playing anything because i've always been more interested in composition same like, here and just it was one of these doing things it. where yeah it's one of these things where i when i was in uh junior high and took violin i would go around and learn all the other instruments while everybody else was hanging out and it wasn't at the time i was like oh i just really want to try everything but what i realized when i was older was that i want to control the entire orchestra i don't want to just play one thing mm. but i don't want to i don't so want to be, be a conductor you want to conduct yeah okay. I, I would rather be a conductor than be the best at any one instrument because see, one instrument is limiting to me yeah i don't i I could see that more with cello. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a professional cellist, but I do see where you get to a point, you're doing the technique, and you're really like, I want to find a way to do this better than anyone else. Whereas on guitar, mm -hmm. I'm like, I hope people like what I'm doing. I hope it sounds cool. I hope people are like, he's good, but I don't expect anyone to be like, he's as good as Hendrix, you know? I'd say that sometimes with video games, I want to be as good as possible, but I'm not under any, like, illusion that I could be the best at anything because most games you to be the best you have to play with mouse and keyboard which i don't like i just don't like playing mouse and keyboard oh no i don't want to do that i'm i'm that's why i'm talking music here not video games more uh, yeah i'm just talking about mastery in general it's like that's the closest thing i have to an interest in mastery is video games i mean i think the most competitive i've got game wise is you and me trying to blow ourselves up in halo so yeah i still play halo and try to be really good at it yeah, I'm sure you could just tear me a new one now because it's been so long since I played it. <laughs> like, I mean, oh, it's free you if you again. ever oh, got you in the head again. Ah, oh, got you in the head again. <laughs> if you ever get a gaming PC, you can play for free online. Okay. Oh, it's just okay. broken and messed <laughs> up, and you feels rigged all the time. Okay. In Halo you, Infinite, anyway. Yeah, you didn't sell me on that. Um. <laughs> well, it's free. So I mean, it's it, you. You'll play it. And it, you'll, it's free, and you'll play, and you'll be like, "This is really fun. I'm glad that I spent time playing this free game." And you won't feel bad about it. But that is, I think, the big point of this episode is this game is no fun for Jesse. He's so serious about it, so obsessed about it, he can't even enjoy it. Fats at least is like, eh, "I enjoyed this. I enjoyed some other stuff. You know, I lived a rounded life." Well, it's like how. Can you even enjoy something if you say I'll die if I lose? 
is that even possible i mean it's just like <laughs> yeah good I, point. I don't even understand the the idea of betting my life like that Again, would never I, happen i will never say like if i lose i'll die because that's how confident i am at how good i am i don't i will never care that much okay i'll give you a choice right here and now mark would you okay. like would you like cake or death cake okay there we go there's a little pause here I'd think about it for a second <laughs> of course i do you have to think about things <laughs> but i mean yeah, that, uh, that's jesse kind of, thinks about this for a minute doesn't he that's kind of what what i thought about i, I was actually asked that on the discord for some reason i, I forgot why but, uh, so I, was, I was referring to someone i started trekking i was like do you want cake or death and i was like okay that's a good question <laughs> it's like cling on birthday party yeah it's like because it's like well let me think about it am i gonna play a game where i might die i don't know i guess it's gladiatorial level um like would you go and what's the klingon afterworld it's like vol vol valhalla stovacor yeah stovacor stovacor or cake that's like that, you okay that's a, well if you're a klingon that's a hell you take stovacor you take yeah, stovacor yeah, yeah okay. absolutely you die in <laughs> battle and go to stovacor i mean the cake is because I, I, the most I'd be wanting to get competitive would be with cello. Although I'd, I would have to, like, you know, give, I wouldn't have to give up my social. That's the point, Fat says. You don't have to give up everything else to be good at something, right? Um, no, especially not when it's free, like Halo Infinite. Yeah, but, but there's like Pablo Calas, I think that's how you say his name, the Spanish uh, cellist who he, he was visited in Arizona or something or hiking. He broke his hand and he was like, ah, finally I'm free for a couple months. Oh, God. <laughs> I always well, I always say things about like backlogs of TV shows and things like that, where I'm like, maybe I'll break my leg and then I'll watch The Last of Us, you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> yeah, just, mm. But yeah, to me, that's like the most hardcore I think I can get. I can understand that sentiment where you feel compelled to practice that much, you know, that you're like, when you finally do break your hand, like, ah, oh, good, I can take a break for a bit, you know? <laughs> I kind of don't, to be honest. I'm not a big practicer. I've mm -hmm. I've I've played like 250 hours of Beat Saber, and I still like when I'm not playing Beat Saber, I miss playing Beat Saber. But I guess there's also the the matter of that since it's VR, you can only do it for 20 minutes without losing your mind. Sometimes I walk down the street playing a guitar. Interesting. I guess <laughs> you. I guess where you live, you wouldn't just get it stolen off your back like where I live. Correct. Although I did get stopped by the police a few weeks ago because um, <laughs> they thought it might be a gun. <laughs> oh god <laughs> you should have started just playing like nwa on your guitar <laughs> yeah that would be a good idea but um i don't know how you even do that well let, let's get into this. I, I think we still have a few points to make but it seems oh, reasonable yeah. to start asking the questions um the first of which who in this episode goes in or through the twilight zone uh again you only get two choices on this one <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is an easy one jesse cardiff goes into the twilight zone don't they both though? Because Fats has had the same trip. Like, I mean, maybe he's like, "You wasted your life, dude." But they no. had the same. Like, I assume Fats probably. Fats knows exactly what he's doing, and he succeeds in the goal he set out to do in the very beginning of the episode. Fats is think... completely in control of what of his destiny. But do you think Living Fats might have had played this game, like when he was like you know thirty years old or something? Like he he played against. Uh... Some like Glorg, Glorg Brownlee, the the from pool the champion West. of Blood Butt Street, Dodge yes. City's Butt Street, yeah, yes, so, Dodge like, City's Butt Street. I mean, you know, uh, you know, um, it sounded like Fats was running and gunning and, and chasing the ladies more, so that's cool. But he still might have been like, I want to be the best, and man, I want, I wish I could play. What was his name again? You know that guy. What Glorg Brownlee? Yeah, he might have played yeah. Glorg Brownlee, and and that's how he ended up in his. You know, now, now, Glorg Brownlee, I, 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 when did when did billiards or pool or whatever get invented? Scotland in the 18th century? That sounds right. That sounds right. I'm guessing that Scotland I think that, in the 18th century. I think bumper pool actually came first. Oh, okay. Ironically, or maybe not ironically, if you're a fan of bumper pool. By the way, no, no one quote me on that um that fact I just said because I just guessed that. Don't worry, I'm I'm on it. Okay, you're on it. That's uh, cool. Wow, I looked, I searched Google for billiards and it said Mr. Q's 2 is uh, Mr. a place. Mr. Q's 2, not Miss Mr. Q's, Q's 2. 2. But the, Mr. Just, Q's 2. It's, it's so close it's to the place. pun and it fails. 
It's next to this Kroger that they rebuilt that where they have uh, glazed croissants at the Kroger. Is that the murder? I know that more. I'm I'm more familiar with where to get the glazed croissants than I am to um the the where to play pool. Uh, the one near where your dad's house is. Oh, is is the murder Kroger still there? Uh, it was rebuilt completely from the ground up, and it's actually very nice. But Do people, people still, get still call there? it Murder Kroger. Okay. Uh, no one's gotten murdered there yet. Okay, well, it's, it can't be the Murder Kroger until someone gets murdered there. Um, it looks like billiards dates back to the 1400s ish. From where? Where did they play? Turkey, France. Okay, well, if you if you if you balance Scotland and Turkey, maybe you end up in like the south of France. Sure. Okay. It's Scotland plus Turkey equals France. The Knights Templar repl- invented pool. There we go. It's yes, it's, that's, that's the they used it to assassinate people. Didn't the Knights Templar get assassinated Friday the Thirteenth? All that is that what Friday the Thirteenth is about? Did Jason well, kill them? Yes. No. That's why the date is infamous because I think it was the Templars that all got offed on uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I'm just so. now. I'm just I'm making just you search more. Making, stuff. Now I'm making. No, I was actually just making dumb jokes. I don't actually oh. know what Friday Thirteenth is, but okay. I guess that's what it is. Um, any, okay. Any, yes, I I believe that Jesse Cardiff went to the Twilight Zone. I think Fats Brown basically got out of the twilight zone and made jesse carter take his place by tricking him. yeah that's my point fun. though like jesse's in the same place at the end of this episode where fats is at the beginning right that's why the exactly. scene is similar so you know i'm just like you I, I feel like one can't be in the twilight zone they're in the twilight zone at slightly different times the game of pool being the one overlap and we the i guess the the major the main issue i have with this episode is just that we don't really know how Jesse feels about it. He just seems depressed. Well, that's how Fats is too, though. Like he's still trying. Like you could tell, Fats was like Whoa. probably quite the personality in the pool hall because it's still there, but he's kind of worn down too because yeah. he's been doing this so long. Again, that's why Jonathan Winters is so good in this episode because he can do both, and mm-hmm. both are convincing. Yes, for sure. I mean, the way he gets all sweaty is very. Uh... Oh yeah, I, I interesting this, and this convincing. Is in summer. This is one of the sweatiest episodes of anything I've ever seen. <laughs> well, it's a sweaty game. It's a sweaty, sweaty game. But um, you don't move that much. Yeah. <laughs> but you're nervous. It's life or death. You're sweaty. Obese. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's life or death, and you move your arms a little bit, and you're you're so obese Je- for 1961. So Jesse, uh, okay, I guess that's why Jesse's sweating because it's life or death, and um, Fats mm-hmm. is sweating because he knows what the real deal in this game is for him too. It's life and death for him too, or at least purgatory mm-hmm. or beyond for him. So, yep. Uh, so let's talk about both. And as we talk about, do they deserve their trip into the twilight zone? How about Jesse? No, no. I was going to say, yes, I say, ask for it. He I say absolutely it. no one deserves that. He asked for it though. He screams it's terrible. For it. He's terrible. <laughs> he deserves to get to play a, a game of pool against a dead man, but he doesn't deserve to have to play a game of pool against it. well, he wants to be the best. You want mean, to be the best. That's the point. You want to be the best. You have to you have to be ready to challenge Fats your Brown. Position. Fats Brown also didn't deserve Fats Brown also didn't deserve to have to play against Jesse. I'll say that. No okay. no one no one deserved any of this stuff. It's like the the entire idea that this stuff is deserved dislike uh fire and brimstone christian hell afterlife which i don't think people deserve actually see, see i do wonder if frats brown is like less deserving though because clearly he was living his life right and and somehow ended up making this deal um jesse's think, kind of punning for it where i feel yeah, like Fats probably stumbled into it a little more i feel like Fats Brown, I mean, all of us have had this. What he reminds me of is uh, there was one time where I was just at this house I used to live at over in Grant Park, and uh, I was just, this was back when I indulged in certain things and was just really stupidly high, and I was playing Halo, right? And this guy, this one guy was Second playing Halo reference. Was I Yeah, that well, guy? That's, it just happens to, um, it just happens to um, be relevant. Uh, I'm playing and I just am just kind of flying around, just murdering people, just killing. And I noticed this one guy who I don't really know very well is in the, in my living room, just being like, he's just like getting angrier and angrier. And he like walks up to me and just flips me off and just screams at me and then like storms off. 
And what I don't realize is I've just been killing this one guy the whole time. I wasn't playing against anyone else. <laughs> I was just murdering this dude who wasn't good at Halo. And he basically I was I wasn't even trying to be like the best at Halo, but I was fats browning this particular Jesse. And do, uh, I felt have... bad, but like he, I didn't des- I didn't deserve his anger and he didn't deserve to get murdered by me a whole bunch. But well, it just uh, happened. Getting getting back to our old friend Devin, I, I remember us just destroying everyone <laughs> at Soul Calibur because I couldn't oh. beat him at Soul Calibur, but I could beat everybody else. Right. So, we, oh, I mean, we... I told you right about the time that we just locked ourselves in a dark room for like eight hours and played Soul Calibur two, just endlessly. I mean, probably 80 or 100. 50 times and maybe 30 of those times we were both Yoshimitsu and he killed me most of the time but I had a lot of fun because personally I don't care when I get killed I think it's fun I like I like the uh, feeling of getting back up again okay we, we got we got obnoxious with when people would come over we would always play with the character Killick who parries a big bow staff <laughs> we just yeah, the donger the, right the donger the only move we would use like we could do all the blocks like like we were mm-hmm. good enough like other people couldn't get us so and the only yeah. offensive move we'd use is taking the bow staff and up in the crotch <laughs> so we'd like put you know again he he could beat me he was definitely better than me but uh as the people in the apartment we could uh dong dong everyone else so that was kind of cool so but see i think that's why i'm good at video games i still don't want to life or death it i don't want to life or death a game with soul caliber that'd be horrible (laughs) i wouldn't life or death soul caliber or halo but it's like if that got me out of having to fight everyone that having to play those games against everyone who decided that they wanted to face off against me because i I made them angry then i would do it i'd put them do you have to be at a certain level of skill though can can i just be like fats come face me now even though i like (laughs) suck at pool i mean you you have to have a certain maybe you need to have that like um Oh no! Outliers ten thousand hours first before fats will come even even like, you know, give you let you challenge them. Well, that makes it even worse, right? What if it's just like and everyone who's heard of you challenges you all the time? That makes it much worse. Although then you just be like destroying people constantly. I guess you wouldn't really even the beginning. Even the beginning of this, him yelling, "Fats, face me!" is weird right it's, like it's that fats, is a weird thing to do it's fats guilty of pool hall genocide <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone's i think the guilty one is god god did this god, god is did this god is the god is the villain of this episode okay. like why are these people in this hellish loop of fun games making games that are fun into these horrible torture devices now it's take like, the catholic approach of purgatory purgatory can be quite horrible if you want to read be. dante yeah none of it's that's what's fascinating about this is you only see a guy coming out of heaven and then a guy going into heaven at the end but all of this is like dark sad and dark yes it's yeah. like upsetting but again it's like i i know it's like the first time i said maybe on this podcast you know when i read dante's divine comedy i tore through the inferno tore through purgatorio got about 10 percent in paradiso and got bored and never finished it mm, yeah i i tried to read i got a, of it. i got a I good translation really with lots of annotations like anytime those politicians oh. showed up there was like a footnote like telling you who it was <laughs> otherwise it is just gibberish. okay yeah that's why I yeah I, it. I had all the context okay that makes a lot of sense i i don't think i tried very hard to read that or i read part of it for a class probably. but the context didn't even help for paradiso and it's like oh, whatever it's fears you know it's kind of boring up here it's, there's it's, a couple of japanese things i've watched where it's just they're saying names of politicians and i'm just like okay <laughs> or heaven, baseball players i have no idea heaven is a place where nothing ever happens right <laughs> i suppose it's like what what do you yeah what would you pick a place where nothing happens or you have to keep going to fight every pissant and pool who yells hey, your name at least you got something to do then right otherwise you're just standing around in little fluffy clouds yeah again 15 years doesn't seem that bad even even if you do have to just constantly play pool for 15 years that's not the worst thing in the world what if there is like a 20-year gap before jesse dies it's like well the best isn't dead yet you can just go play him i will give you afterlife second best um 
What, it's not like if it's worse anymore. You're just going to get a really bad stomach ache if you lose. What if it's worse? <laughs> like what if he's not rending. dead, but he still has to go play them? What if he's not dead and then the, he just shows up teleported no, there? When when you're alive, people can just come find you and play you. That you that's you only scream to the air for dead people. What if it's what if it's like someone calls you up and says, "Hey, I um." Hey, you're the best, but I'm the best. I'm going to challenge you. And you try to say the word, what are you talking about? No. And your mouth just goes, yes, where should we meet? <laughs> like it I mean, just forces you to fight them. I mean, we see at pool. the end also, before the end, before the very end where he's like starting to tell people, I just beat Fats Brown. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Are you nuts? I mean, he is going <laughs> to have to go out and prove that he's the best pool player now. I mean, I guess he can have personal knowledge he is, but he can't prove mm -hmm. that to anyone and unless he just goes out and beats everyone, which I guess is what, what if, he does for the next Oh, God. Years. Okay, what if he doesn't beat anyone ever again and he dies and then he has to play everyone in pool after? Then he'll only be in purgatory for like six months. <laughs> oh, no. He he lives for another 20 years, doesn't, doesn't get anywhere with his pool career, dies like a homeless destitute man with no career. And then he has to play everyone in pool for the next however many years. Yeah. I guess no one would know who he was, so that doesn't maybe work. It, maybe it's good this episode's quick. Hey, yeah, it seemed like it was in a hurry for a reason because they <laughs> they were just like, "Don't think about too long, dude. Don't think about too long, or uh, you'll have to fight someone in, in thought competition." Yeah, tripometer. Where you want to put in the tripometer? I'm gonna say uh, this one's pretty low, probably point five. Okay, why? Because it's just a game of pool. Like the only trippy thing in it is the uh, whatever Catholic idea of heaven or purgatory, which we've all seen a million times. I guess that's kind of trippy, but see, I, I actually have a quite opposite feel to you. I was going, I was thinking four mm. on this. One, okay, interesting. For me, film Blanc. That's why I brought up Film Blanc. Film Blanc's one of like the trippiest things for me in general. Like I just I mean, like Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. That's why. I will never be convinced that excellent adventure is better because bogus has the film Blanc. The new one's pretty good too, but uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah bogus I agree. Film I like that. It's got the weird color film Blanc. Um, I the like the new one's fatal flaw is that the song is bad. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> the song the is end, bad. They, they could have just, all they had to do was you couldn't hear the song or mm, something obscure or like, the, that's where or that just does some kind of crazy thing where it just goes like, like See, that's where tenacious, sonic nonsense. That's where tenacious D challenge and the devil worked out because tribute. You're not hearing the actual song; you're hearing the the tribute to that song. I will say that actually, good tenacious, or bad. tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny is better than any Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I believe. Um, I don't believe that, but I do like that movie, so I, I, I won't besmirch you your feeling. But I'm going for for that that just la weird layer of a psychological game being the real game like for me a game of pool is just a euphemism even though they are playing pool in this you know well jonathan winters jonathan winters's performance itself is pretty trippy because he is uh he's this is something that i feel like a lot of tv and, and uh, movies obsession. both of them come across as pretty trippy mm -hmm. well it's it's something that a lot of these uh shows and movies get wrong even now maybe one might say especially now is that Jonathan Winters comes into this with the gravitas of a dead man, which does not happen a lot. A lot of times someone's just dead and they're like, what? I don't know. Even the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted doesn't come across as like a 3000 year old being like the new Thor movie really annoyed me because Thor was acting like a weird virgin when he's like 10,000 years old. And I'm like, you could you could be a virgin if you're 10,000 years old, but it's just, he doesn't, like there's no like the first Thor, everyone's kind of acted, tried to act like immortal beings, and then the and first Jonathan Thor, that, Winters, that Thor bang for sure, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you you get the feeling that these are like other alien creatures that have lived longer than we have, and mm -hmm. they just kind of took that and balled it up and threw it away. So I I think that them. element for me, that performance permeates the episode for much that so much that it makes the episode trippy for me. But again, it's You've all about the matter of perspective. All right, you've convinced me. I will edge up to one point nine. Edge Lord, edge, okay. that's me. That's the Edge Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, any anything Oops. else you wanted to shout about this episode into the wind? Um, it's well. Did we talk about the type of game they're playing? Which apparently this fourteen one 
uh, pool fell out of favor in the 80s in favor of eight ball and nine ball. So that's like I said earlier, I had to look up what it was because mm. we, you and I never played this game. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's so just... secondary, right? But that's my point. So it's secondary to the psychological game. It doesn't really matter. I, w- I, d- I wasn't long... thinking at all about the logistics of the game of pool. Oh, I was like, it's called a game of pool, so I'd better understand what kind of game of pool they're playing. And apparently that game replaced an even longer game <laughs> in the 50s or 60s. But yeah, there's this is a this is a longer game. We would never have played a game of pool that involved just re-racking a bunch of times. No, that's annoying. Who likes to, I don't know, racking's fine Them. just a little bit. Yeah, they These like guys. Racking. That's why they do this. They like that's racking it. That's why they're pros. They like racking They the like balls. racks because they <laughs> like boobs. Edgelord. Only one of them like boobs, it seemed. That's true. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm calling Jesse asexual, by the way. He's he, his only focus is pool. So that's that's why well, he's he a did. bummer in the end. He went out of his way to say I didn't date a girl, which makes me think that he cares. If he he's, really didn't care, he wouldn't have even mentioned it. But he's he's but, the incel of pool, I guess. So yeah. he's just a workaholic. He's mm. he's the guy who sleeps under the desk. Right. You so, might have more of those in Japan than we do here, but. Ooh, we yeah. have them. We have them. And uh, I underst- I totally understand somebody who's... I understand Fats Brown's contempt for him. But it's like... <laughs> he did what... But you know what? Fats Brown is better at um, everything. He's he's better, he's better at, at losing. Life. He's better at life. He, did, he <laughs> absolutely won. Well, actually, we don't know how Jesse does at death. He might have been like a real swank, like, death pool shark. So we don't know that. Maybe he just showed up and was just yelling at people about how he's the best the whole time. Maybe it's Fats like wasn't thing. cool until he was dead. You weren't cool until you were dead. Maybe he's lying. What if Fats didn't actually, you know, he faked climb his death mountains? and he's just he's just kind of like Batmaning in and out. <laughs> no, I mean, what if he worked super hard and he's just lying about having like bed women before? He's just like actually he he did he the exact saying, same thing. Well, I think the point is you could do both. Which he did, so mm-hmm. he lived his yeah. life. And Jesse, you can goes and get that. That's why he loses. He he wins, but he loses, right? Well, that's just that's sort of a thing about being, I don't know, moderately talented. I mm. I'll put myself in the moderately talented category where it's like you just are kind of hanging out and you just demolish a guy in Halo and you make him mad just by mistake because you just happened by dumb luck into some some pool talent. Like that that's, seems like what Fats is all about is that he's a guy who had a life and he happened to also be very good at pool and that just kind of screwed his afterlife up <laughs> for a while. And, yeah, yeah, until he fixed it. <laughs> and yeah. he's good at that too. And and who knows if Jesse Cardiff ever fixed his his afterlife? But right, I'd right. say Fats Brown is the winner of the game of pool. Okay. Here. Um, I guess we'll 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 wind this game down then and i'll talk about this podcast which is mm-hmm. time enough podcast i could just keep going really slowly <laughs> like the whole time a facebook twitter time enough podcast patreon podcastio podcastias luke loves pokemon a call disney some other stuff game game show we're also starting which uh uh mark is getting zoom links for this so you'll be around for some of these too which is um Films or filth? Question mark. The Citizen Kane of podcasting, where we will be taking a multi-year effort to look at the 100 best films and the 100 worst films as ranked on IMDb. Uh, coming in a few alternating. days. Alternating. Alternating. Yeah, alternating. Coming in a few days will be Ikiru, the classic Akira Kurosawa film. Uh, followed by 2001 a straight a space travesty and we'll we'll find out if these are films or filth <laughs> i don't think that i don't think we've got filth until uh i want to guess that ballistic x versus sever will be filth but we'll we'll find out that's won't like we? the second or the third one so we'll find out that's whole point there's but like, also there's technically like, m is filth yeah even so, though it's a good film we'll get into it yes that's why we all <laughs> should be listening there as well as yep. to uh this podcast so do all that stuff game yep. match point targus 300 points i win you look so hot
Guys walk, potato walk, this seem like a disease. 